Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Monarch Ministries podcast. My name is Kenton Little, um, and here we have episode one. Um, today, we're going to talk about just what Monarch Ministries is, how we got started, what we're doing, what we have planned for the future, and give kind of an overview about what this ministry is, what it means to me, and what I want it to accomplish um, throughout, you know, as, as we continue on. So we're going to talk about what is Monarch Ministries, and uh, to get started, I want to kind of talk about how um, it got started and, and where it came from. So before we talk about that, we have to talk about the Heck Off Kami Discord server. Um, John Doyle is his name. He is a conservative YouTuber, um, and part of his you know subscription plan, if you donate to him, he'll give you access to his, his private Discord channel. And so about six months seven months ago, last August, I signed up for that um, and joined that Discord server on his, his channel, the uh, his, his YouTube channel is called Heck Off Kami. Joined that and became a part of that and got pretty involved in it, made a um, few, few friends in there, really enjoyed the, the people on there and the, the, the time and fellowship we got to spend on there. And so got on onto that. Um, and just about every day, we would have a, a discussion. Um, it's a very Christian channel, or a very Christian server. And so we had a you know set channel for um, discussions about Christianity and religion, things like that. And just about every day for months, we would talk about um, Catholicism versus Protestantism, or you know versus what the Bible believes. And, and I am... Um, very adamantly, um, sola scriptura, sola fide, you know, the, the whole five yards. And, um, I, that, that's what the Bible says too. And we'll, we'll definitely get into that as time goes on. But, but I was kind of always in that discussion and in, in discussing with, with the Catholics about, um, what, what grace means and, and all these different things. And, and so we would have this conversation super often and, um, it, it would get wound up in, in a bunch of different things, and there'd be like four people talking about four different things in the same text channel, and it got all confusing, and, and no one knew what they were talking about ever. And so I started a, another uh, server um, that was solely focused on, on Christianity so that people could be more organized for that a little bit. And that went well for about two weeks, and then no one used it anymore. I, I think I deleted that server. Um, and so... You know, that, that was kind of the first step I took in um, separating out myself from that um, Heck Off Kami server. But it, it wasn't, you know, very substantial. I didn't have anything organized for, for a little while there. I would write out um, a devotional every day for, for people to read. And, and that was that was good for, for a few days there. I enjoyed doing that. Um, but, you know, I got busy and, and things got in the way, so I wasn't really able to, to keep that up or wasn't willing maybe. So after a little while of that, um, one of the Catholics on the on the server, one of the, the staff members there, his name was James, um, messaged me and said he wanted us to start having evening devotionals. And I was all for it. I said, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, and we talked about it a little bit more and uh, decided that it'd be better if we separated the, the Catholics and the Protestants. And so my idea initially was, all right, so how about um, 
every night we'll read a psalm and a proverb and everyone you know can come to that um i don't think catholics will, will really have an issue with you know psalms and proverbs so we would read one psalm and one proverb every night and then on tuesdays and thursdays i would lead a devotional for the protestants and then i think he had every night the catholics would would pray the rosary and so we started doing that but um really every night um for the psalm and proverb um only the uh protestant guys would show up and that went you know really well we started off um made a big server announcement on that and now keep in mind this is a pretty popular um youtuber as far as conservative youtubers go he's got one or two hundred thousand subscribers now and so it was a pretty big server we had about a thousand people on there i think and, and it was real active and everyone you know talked to each other and things like that but um so we made this this big announcement about starting devotionals and um, i was excited about it i had some things planned some things written down and um was, was really getting ready to talk about all these different issues that that i had and, and these different scriptural things different bible stories things like that so night number one um devotional two people show up and to be honest that was a little bit disheartening um this guy who went by the name of rocket and this lady who went by the name of footfall i i really love the uh discord names you know i've been talking to these people for for months now and i still call this guy rocket i know his real name um i've, I've known him for a while but i still call him rocket it's honestly quite humorous but um so we started this devotional and the first night two people show up and actually about the, the first whole week. Um, but we eventually got more people to, to come in and, and continue to um, grow. And as time went on, um, we, we got a little more comfortable and, and people started to get to know each other and things were going really well. Um, and so I was actually on staff on that server for a little while. Um, what my job was, was, was we would just, when we would get new people who joined, we would um, give them a, a verification interview and make sure, you know, they weren't coming in there for you know just to, to troll us or anything like that so um that that was my kind of job there but when we started devotional i kind of ignored that a little bit to, to focus more on on the devotionals that we would do and so um spent a lot more time on that and then ended up just just quitting the the whole interview thing and um after a while um, about six weeks after we had finished going through the book of Daniel, I started, um, you know, getting more of the, the active people and, and people who um, contributed to the conversation, got them together to help me kind of plan out what we would do in the future, called it the inner circle. So there was a few um, inner circle members. Um, now we call them the choir in, in Monarch Ministries, which I really like. Um, but we got Samantha's in there. We have Michael. Um, who that's rocket we have benjamin and we have um jacob were, were the original choir members um inner circle and so they they um came on the group and and we would talk about things and, and kind of where we wanted to take it what what um book of the bible we wanted to read next how we wanted to do devotionals from then then on and so um getting to know them was was really great i i definitely developed um pretty good friendships with all of them and and 
really started to to help them um and and they started to help me you know organize this and, and make it something more than just an informal devotional every night and so we became a little bit more organized and a little bit more um coherent in what we were saying um i definitely as as time went on got got better at um elaborating and, and talking about what um the biblical concept that we were covering at any specific time was and so um the the group was growing we we started having you know we went from like three people a night to like 15 to 30 which was really great and um, we, we had a few days where we would have um kind of big prayer meetings and, and things like that and things were going really well throughout the uh the devotionals on this Hekoff Kami server until January 6th. Now, um, I'm sure all of us remember January 6th was was the day, um, you know, that that thing at the Capitol happened. And being a conservative uh, group with with more than a thousand members at that time wasn't um, smiled upon. And so Discord decided to shut that server down. That day, I remember I was talking to someone about, you know, whoa, this is crazy what's going on at the Capitol. One second, and then I, you know, put my phone down um, or went away from my computer for a second and come back and there's no more server. And so, you know, it had been a few months at this point where we had been doing devotions and, and having this time together where we could come and meet and, and talk about God and enjoy the fellowship one with another. Um, and that wasn't something that I was, um, thrilled to be without, you know, the rest of the server, um, I wasn't, you know, super invested and I, I enjoyed those people and I, I do, um, love, I did love having that, that opportunity, but it wasn't something that if I lost, I was going to, you know, cry about, but that, that devotional group. And um, the relationships that I had built with them was was something that I was not willing to lose. So um, luckily, I had a a separate message chat with the uh, members of the inner circle, and we got together almost immediately and sent out invites to to everyone we could remember who who was um, active in that devotional group, and we started another uh, Discord server. And we just called it devotional. Now, John Doyle, um, in his YouTube videos, has on his desk where where he records a like bobblehead Jesus, and the icon for this devotional server. I don't remember which choir member picked this. It was either Michael or Benjamin, but they like took a, a screenshot and then zoomed up real big on the bobblehead Jesus and made that the the server icon. It was the creepiest looking thing. And whenever I would in, invite other people to the server and they would see that picture, they'd be like, whoa, what, what, what is that? It, it was funny. Um, and so we had that, you know, it was called Devotional. It had this uh, picture of Bobblehead Jesus. And um, we, we met like that and people joined it. And, um, you know, it was really unorganized that, that first night, but at least we had a place where we could come in and talk about um, the Bible and, and things that had gone on. It was, it was really great. And so, um, doing that was, was good. It, it, it wasn't something that I wanted to, to be without this, this devotional group. And so we did that, um, created this, this extra server. And 
over the next couple weeks, um, Benjamin and I and Michael really, um, especially Benjamin, helped to kind of organize everything and, and make it look pretty and and um, really kind of got us up and running and organized and, and things were going real good. Um, we had more people joining. Eventually we you know started inviting people outside of the uh, heck off commie server. And so there were people that we knew in there and things were going really well as far as um, attendance and things. And so as time went on, um, we decided to kind of organize it and um, you know, I, I decided that, you know, this is something that not a lot of people have access to. And so, you know, these days with, with coronavirus and things like that, people don't have access to a church or, um, people that they can talk to about the Bible. Um, a lot of people in, in certain areas of the country, or we have a few guys in Canada too, are in environments where they can't be, um, outspoken about their belief in, in Christ, lest they be, um, you know, fired from their job or um, blacklisted on social media, things like that. And so um, what I had noticed is that we, we really provided a good place for people to talk about Christ and, and to fellowship one with another, you know, a good place where college-age students, um, teenagers could, could come in and celebrate their, their passion for their Lord that they love. And so um, I decided that this is something that I want to grow and, and expand and something that I think is not only good for this country, but something that's necessary for um, young Christian people in this country. And so we decided to give it a, a formal name. We called it Monarch Ministries and became a little bit more organized, decided to do this podcast and have been setting that up for a little while and um, became a little bit more organized and are continuing to, to develop new ideas and things like that. And it's, it's been going really great so far. We, we've done a few really great key Bible studies um, thus far in the group. We, we went through the book of Proverbs twice, and that was fantastic. Um, you know, doing the, the whole Proverb a Day thing for the month, keeping it um, simultaneous with the day of the month was, was really great um, because it, you know, the book of Proverbs is the book of wisdom and the age bracket that, that we're all in, college age, um, 18 to 20, 23 years old, is, is something um, that a lot of people our age lack. And so it was it was good to, to go through that, that book of wisdom and, and kind of apply those concepts to, to the modern age. And it's, it's amazing when you read the Bible how much of it applies to um, our own daily life and how timeless scripture is um, about how great we we can apply those things to our lives. And so we went through the book of Proverbs twice. And then um, after the, the second time we went through Proverbs, um, Samantha was like, hey, let, maybe we shouldn't do Proverbs every month. Um, you know, we, we've, we've been through this um, a couple times and, and people are, are very aware about um, how to, you know, read these things and, and they, they know these things. How about let's, let's read a gospel instead. And so I was like, okay, that's, that's a great idea. Let's do the gospel of Matthew. And so we went through the gospel of Matthew and, um, that was, you know, it, 
the the story of Jesus is is something um, that is just you know absolutely beautiful, and and his ministry and the things that he taught were, um, again, timeless and and things you know we we see something very important I think in the ministry of Jesus in the way he he treats people, um, you know. The, the way he treats publicans and, and, and these people who, who the Pharisees considered sinners and things like that. And, and he, you know, had dinner with them and he spoke with them and he told the adulterous woman, go and sin no more and, and told people that their sins were forgiven them. But when it came to the Pharisees and the people who were supposed to be the religious leaders of the day, he um, rebuked them and, and told them that they, they were teachers of, of a false religion and continued to rebuke them. And so we see that um, Jesus's ministry was was something that was very focused on on the layman, on the normal people who needed Christ, who needed a savior, and um, very critical of these people who um, professed to teach the um, the law of God, which they had corrupted and and distorted. And so going through that was very um, helpful to us as, as modern Christians to, to help us to be able to kind of see in, in our own ministries, in our own local churches and, and things that, that we do, you know, how, how should we be, be treating people and things like that. And then going through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ is, and just seeing the sacrifice that he made for us is something that it, it, it's the, the focal point of our um, belief that that perfect God would would come and make Himself human and and die such a gruesome death for us that we could could come to heaven and fellowship with Him and and have the relationship that He's promised to us is is just beautiful. And so that that's just a couple of the the Bible studies that we've gone through. Um, and if you want to you know take place in these, um, I highly encourage you to to join the the Moderate Ministries Discord server that that we have up. Um, I'll put the the link in the description here, wherever you're you're listening to this. So, um, we we went through those Bible studies, and um, those were those were all you know very very good for us. And there's been a few more that that we've gone through um, that have been very helpful. And maybe I'll I'll touch on those in in a later podcast. But I want to kind of focus more on. Um, now, now that we know the the history, why why am I doing this? What what's the importance of having modern ministries? And so, th- there are a few reasons. We look at the culture of today, um, and and the things that are being promoted. We just had the Grammys a few um, weeks ago, and some of the the performances there were absolutely reprehensible and vulgar and disgusting. And so um, that's not something that's good for a nation um, and especially for people who want to have a relationship with Christ being inundated with with all these awful things. You know, the the promotion of pornography is is a big one um, in our culture today where where an, an incredibly alarming rate of children are being indoctrinated and... and, um, are, are being shown this this disgusting, wicked, evil, vile thing that is pornography, and it, it, it's very dangerous. We have the um, 
the whole LGBTQ movement with with um, you know now it's it's a national discussion whether children should be able to change their gender or their sex without parental permission, which is I mean absolutely ludicrous for anyone who you know is is a normal person, but we we see these prom- this, this promotion this mainstream promotion of all these awful things and um we we need a an escape from that we needed to be able to come to the bible and promote the things that scripture says to be able to combat these things and and so we see this culture is is very focused on tearing our our children our youth specifically away from um morality away from christ and seeing this is it's very dangerous um it's a dangerous place to be you know people who who are my age in the next 10 years are going to be the people in charge of this country in charge of corporations things like that in the next 10 20 years my generation will be um the the ones running things in this world and and look at the way we were raised we were raised on these concepts on 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 pornography on this instant gratification internet culture um we we weren't raised on principles by by the culture of hard work now everyone's individual experience with with their parents and things like that are different and hopefully um there are people who who do have good work that work ethics but the majority of people in my generation have been so inundated with these awful ideas um and these reprehensible um ideals from the culture that it, it's hard to escape the the grim future that we're coming towards and not only is is the culture attacking our youth and, and coming after these people with with these um disgusting ideals but they're attacking our god and we we see things you know god created us with a very specific purpose to, to have that relationship with him and, and so if they can convince us that, that there is no God and there's no one to have a relationship with, and that's not something that we're going to seek after. And we see that with um, just the, the inundation of, of teaching about evolution, and um, it's only becoming more bold and bold as, as time goes on. Um, we, we have, you know, the, the doctrine of climate change. God um, will will destroy the world when, when he deems it so. It, it's not by man's power, it's by God's. And there, there are things like that where, where man puts himself on the pedestal of God and, and claims that, that we have the power to do these things when only God does. Um, we have the, the wicked practice of abortion that's, that's being made mainstream throughout this country that we have a president now who has signed executive orders that promote and um, continue to, to use American taxpayer dollars to fund abortion. We're, we're living in a culture that spits and laughs in the face of God and wants nothing to do with him and in in such a culture um where where are christians supposed to go where are people supposed to go to feel comfortable and and to feel joyful about learning the things of god we are literally living in a world right now where a um, virus with a 99 percent survival rate is being used as an excuse to close down churches we have some people in the in the monarch ministries who live in canada um, and I won't, you know, name any names here to, to keep them as anonymous as I can, but um, there are people who have been forced to go to underground churches um, that, that I know personally. And so it, it's absolutely vile, the, 
the the things that this world is doing to um, leave God out of our culture and to to preach Him away. And so, um, what what can we do to combat this? We even have, as as far as culturally, there there are leftist preachers that I've heard who um, claim boldly that Jesus Christ did not have to die on the cross to save us from our sins, that Jesus Christ did not have to sacrifice himself to save us from our sins, that he um, only came to earth and that he was only crucified because of his um, opinions towards the, the Roman establishment and the, the Roman government. And that's absolutely untrue. If if that was the case, then then Jesus would not have been crucified. He even said, I could call down legions of angels to, to protect me from these people. And so Jesus died because he loved us, because he wanted to save us from our sins, not because of any other reason. Nothing else could could have killed him. And so what, what can we do about these things? Um, how, how can we combat these ideals? How can we combat the, the culture attacking our God, attacking our youth? And attacking our um, brains with, with all these things. Well, um, if if we look in the Bible and we we see what it is that that God wants us to do, if we look at the two great commandments that that Jesus gives to love thy neighbor as thy or to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, and all thy mind, and to love thy neighbor as thyself, that's that's the answer. Um, God claim or Jesus claims that. And this is the whole law combined in these two things. And so let's let's talk about that for a second. If if we love the Lord our God with all our heart, all of our soul, and all of our mind, what does that mean? Well, if we love him with all of our heart, that means we are burdened about his ministry and, and that's something we we have a burden for. We want to see his um, church grow, we want to see his kingdom grow and be progressed and and his ideals and his scripture be promoted in this world. So we must um, provide a, a space where we can teach people and, and show them scripturally and practically how they can be bold about what scripture says and how they can be bold in their walk with Christ. That's loving him with all your heart, loving him with all your soul. That's the relationship that we have with God. God sent us the Holy Spirit to dwell with us. It says in um, 2 Timothy 1.7 that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This is the, the Holy Spirit that he gives us. Um, right now we're going through the book of Acts and and seeing all these these great um, things that that these apostles have done through through scripture is is absolutely amazing and then to look at those things and look at how they were beaten and bruised and jailed and yet they continued boldly preaching the word of God boldly showing forth what what he's done through them is is absolutely amazing and then to say that the same spirit that dwelled in them and empowered them to do those things is the spirit that dwells in us when we become Christian is, is so encouraging and so beautiful to see. So that's, um, that, that comes from the relationship they had with God. That comes from them allow, letting God establish the work of their hands and let them let, let the Holy Spirit guide what they do instead of going on their own um, volition and, and doing the things they want to do. They, they allow God to work through them and allow them to be vessels of who God wants them to be. And so that's loving God with all of your soul. And then loving God with all of your mind, being knowledgeable about what scripture says, um, knowing in the Bible how you can combat these these ideas and how you can combat 
um, the, the culture that so wants to destroy God. The Bible teaches us that um, God hates sin. The Bible teaches us that God loves all men. The Bible teaches us that, that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The Bible teaches us that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, that we may be saved. The Bible teaches us that whosoever shall call upon the Lord, um, call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. And so people who study the scripture and people who are able to know what scripture says and, and know um, the, the stories that, that have been told and the truth of the gospels and the truth of the Old Testament and the New Testament and how this Bible, this scripture comes together and shows us who God is in our life is something that's that's very important. And that, that's another thing that we do in the servers. We, um, are, right now, we're also going through the book of Genesis and, and looking at the history and, and how God spoke to these patriarchs and and used them for, for great things through him and, and how um, historically they, they listened to him and, and through them, great things came to pass. And then um, the, the second command, to love thy neighbor as thyself. First Peter chapter four, verse eight says, and above all things have fervent charity among yourselves for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging as every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So um, Peter kind of expands on that idea of love thy neighbor as thyself here. And this is continuing to, to grow to be one of my favorite passages in scripture. Um, because it shows us such beautiful things about what God has in store for us and what he, he wants to show us um, through his, his word. And so we want to provide a community for like-minded Christian youth to, to study the Bible and a place where they can have build friendships and, and learn to, to love people, um, that we can all minister to each other and be good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Um, it's such a, a wonderful truth that he shows us there that we are all given the gift to, when we speak, speak as the, the oracles of God, and we are all able to um, know the truth of the gospel and, and know that that he wants us to have good fellowship one with another. It says, above all things, have fervent charity one for another because charity covers the multitude of sins. When we look at the, the law that God gave us, um, that Jesus gave, when he says to love thy neighbor as thyself, it, it's it's a preventative thing for us. It not only helps others when, when we when we love them, when we show them that, that we do care for them and that we do pray for them and that we do do all these things for them, when we do um, commit these acts towards them, when we do truly love them and, and show them through Christ the love that we have. Um, not only does it benefit them, but it benefits ourselves. It covers the multitude of sins and allows us to be focused on those relationships and our relationship with God rather than ourselves and our own selfish desires. And, and in, in doing that, we're able to um, further resist temptation because the love of God is, is so potent in us and, and our relationship with God will grow even stronger when we allow him to fill us with his love and spread that out to his other children. And then it talks about how doing these things is for the glory and for um, the promotion of, of Christ Jesus, how it builds our testimony. See, we can't have this this perfect love for one, one for another if we don't understand that that love comes from Christ Jesus when he saved us, that he loves us as his father, as our father, and that through us, 
he wants to spread that love. And so when we um, love one another as, as brothers, in Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ, we have to understand that it comes from Jesus, that it comes from God, that we have this love. And in this love, we are able to grow and, and understand that it comes from Christ. And this love that we have one for another um, continues to bring glory to God because it, it's an unnatural thing to, to truly love these people as, as God commands us to, and it only can come from God. The Bible says, by this all men shall know ye are my disciples, for the love ye have one for another. And and so that, that love is very indicative of the, the, the gospel and what Jesus has done for us. And when people who are unsaved see that, um, it it compels them to come and to be ministered to by the Holy Spirit, and more people will, will come to Christ through our testimony when they see the love that we have one for another. So in, in that vein, I want to provide this community, this Monarch Ministries ought to be this community where people can come together and talk about Christ and, and talk about how Christ has impacted them and how um, they, they're growing in, in Jesus and, and how the gospel is, has you know, improved their lives and how um, we're, we're able to, to speak as the oracles of God one to another, how we're able to fellowship with each other. Um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a fun thing. Um, but I think it's important every Tuesday we have movie night together and Thursday we have game night together. Um, and it's it, it's a time where we can, you know, after we have our devotional that night, we, we step back and we watch a movie. Um, the other day we watched Spider-Man and the, the whole group was making fun of me because I was quoting the whole thing. But it's a great movie um, and I grew up on it and it's, it, it's fantastic. But, um, you know, it, it was a good time where we could all spend together and enjoy uh, this movie and enjoy each other's company um, while we're we're watching this together and then game night is always a blast for the past several weeks we've been um, having the choir members make jeopardy boards and that's that's been really fun um mine was the best by the way um but you know as, as time goes on we're, we're able to get to know each other better and and spend time together doing these things and enjoy each other's company and it's very conducive to the love of Christ that we have one to another. Um, it, it, it's something that we we enjoy doing, and we enjoy having these devotionals together, and enjoy spending time in Scripture together as much as we enjoy um, playing Jeopardy or watching Spider-Man together. And so, allowing people to to spend this time together helps them to to grow their testimony for Christ, and encourages them to to go forward and and do everything with the testimony of Christ because they're able to do it in this server with with one another with with people who are like-minded in christ and um they're being encouraged by these people and encouraged in in what they're doing encouraged to to understand what god has for us and when they go out into um their jobs or their school whatever it may be they're further emboldened and further um convicted to to go out and, and share this love to their co-workers their schoolmates whoever it may be and they, they show the manifold grace of God. And people yearn for that. People yearn for joy. And, and true joy can only come from Christ. The other thing that, that we want to um, show forth is, as I said earlier, teach people that um, through God, we should allow him to establish the work of our hands, that we should go forth in everything we do, um, pray without ceasing, and allow him to work through us and let him be our guide in our life. And, and continue to show through, like I said, we've been going through the book of Acts, and a lot of these things that these apostles do is are things that um, 
very unnatural things to do. We, we read recently about Paul and Silas in the jail cell and about how, you know, after the, the earthquake came and, and the jailer almost killed himself um, and, and then became saved, um, the, the men came to release Paul and he, he told them, you know, I didn't have to come here. I'm a Roman citizen. Um, well, why, why didn't Paul lead with that? Why did Paul allow himself to be arrested? If, if he knew he had a way out, the, the answer is because the Holy Spirit guided him to go. And because Paul was arrested and because Paul was taken to that jail and, and he was um, put in that circumstance, he was able to win people to Christ and people became saved. And so even though it was unnatural to them, um, it, it was something that, that God knew worked for his good. Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. All of us are called as Christians according to God's purpose, and all of us um, are, are a part of the plan of God. God has a plan for all of our life. and it, But it's up to us to follow that plan and to allow him to work through us and allow him to use us to, um, to, to complete that plan. And so that, that's what we want to teach is, is that God should establish the work of our hands and allow us to be vessels for his glory, that we may bring glory to him, that our life will, will be more abundant through that and, and his kingdom will grow through that soul will be saved. So that's what Monarch Ministries is, and that's what I, I want it to be, um, it is a place where, where young people, college students, teenagers can come and be comfortable about Christianity and, and enjoy the fellowship that they have one with another and continue to grow in, in heart and soul and in mind in um, their relationship with Christ and continue to create an environment where we can breed um, Christians who are bold and, and who are filled with the Spirit and allow God to establish the work of their hands so that more people can be, be saved through this ministry and that people can grow in Christ. And so far, it, it's been a great um, experience for me. I know even I, um, as, as I've been going through these things and, and teaching some of these things, it's been a wonderful experience for me to, to grow and to um, build up my relationship with Christ. And it's something that I've thoroughly enjoyed. And so one thing that I'm very adamant about is that Monarch Ministries is a place for people our age, college students, young people, to come and find the gospel. And the gospel doesn't end with, with our salvation. The gospel continues on throughout our lives as, as Christ continues to seek after the relationship that he wants with us, um, as, as God commands us to love him with all our heart, all of our soul, and all of our mind, and um, to love thy neighbor as thyself. We, we see that charity covers the multitude of our sins. We see that um, this, this love that we have one for another can, can keep us in good graces with God and, and helps us as, as we are tempted to be, to, to make that temptation less potent in our lives because our relation with God is, is, is built up so strong. So when, whenever we, you know, meet in these daily devotionals or we have game night or movie night, or we, we meet in the strong, small groups that we've recently started, we understand that it, it's not only good for us to study the Bible because of these things. It's not only good because we get to enjoy the time with each other, but we understand and know that when we do these things, when we have these devotionals, when we have these small groups, when we have these game nights, movie nights, whatever it may be that, that we're meeting for, we know that God 
is indeed with us. And that's been such a blessing these last several months in Monarch Ministries. So that's Monarch Ministries. Um, we're, we're very excited about the future and, and very excited to see where, where this podcast takes us. Um, we're we're going to be having some, some guests on here pretty soon. We'll, we'll get to talk to all of the, the choir members on here and some of the other staff members that we have on there. And I'm very excited about the future of this. We, we hope you stick around for, for the next episode. And um, like I said earlier, um, if, if you would like to join, the link is going to be in the description um, wherever, you, um, wherever you're, you're listening to this on. And we would love for you to, to join and um, be a part of this, this community and, and be a part of this place where um, God is with us. Thank you for listening.